first warning from Jesus is here. And the words of Jesus are being fulfilled and from all appearances and from what the Bible tells us of what is coming, this is about to get worse. It's like a tsunami of deceit hitting us everywhere at the same time. It's unlike anything ever to strike the earth in all of its history. Uh, think on this, in his book, 1984, George Orwell wrote, during times of universal deceit, telling the truth becomes a revolutionary act. Hey, check this out before we go on. I want to invite you, if you're in Washington, uh, I'm gonna be in Lake Stevens, Washington with Billy Crone and also Eric Barger on April 22. That's a Saturday, and then the following week, I'll be with Billy Crone and Ken Michael in North Carolina. You can check that out, the events page on hopeforourtimes.com and also on the app. And then, uh, check this out, I have a new book out. Check this out and I'll be right back uh, after this. I had a conversation with my dad. He used to work for a company called Teledyne back in the early 1960s. And he was invited to a party in the Hollywood Hills. He said all the bigwigs were there, Henry Singleton and so forth. And he said an individual showed up and they're standing in the backyard looking into the city of Los Angeles. You see all these, uh, all these lights in the city out there and all the people that are out there. Someday, we're gonna be able to control everyone. And he wasn't referring to just Los Angeles. Everybody is gonna be identified. It's called the mark of the beast. Choosing the mark is really choosing to either live or die. There's no escape from the system. Available in paperback and ebook. Get your copy today at markingthemasses.com. And watch the full interview with author Tom Hughes, only on Harpazo. Hey, I think you'll like the book. Um, it's gonna be pretty incredible. So many things are going on. Uh, right now, uh, but let's get back to the topic. So Jesus consistently and repeatedly warned that the last days would be a time of rising deception. But until now, prophecy scholars had no idea just how meaningful that warning was. Today, the very space around us, it vibrates with deception. And I don't mean that figuratively, I mean it literally. Deception fills radio and television, both news and entertainment, cell towers with mass communication and personal communication, both of which are filled with deception. The internet is a great tool for spreading the truth, but it also carries deception like no other human tool in world history. It surrounds us with satellite transmissions, emissions from and to cell towers, and over Wi-Fi networks in homes and businesses. Uh, so yes, the space around us vibrates with deception, and as I said, it's hitting us like a tsunami of deceit. It's unlike anything ever to strike the earth in all of our history. Humans have been lying since Adam and Eve, but never have they had so much technology with which to amplify and multiply their lies. Even in a world with fewer and fewer periodicals being printed, tons of ink is used every day to form trillions and trillions of falsehoods. Uh, teachers stand in front of their students and either in ignorance or on purpose mislead the children under their care. 
businesses send their employees to indoctrination seminars full of deceit. Most people spend huge parts of their days being lied to. And with artificial intelligence, it's not just human beings telling lies, but humans have made machines capable of coming up with their own lies. We've had propaganda all throughout history, but never anything approaching this. AI-written articles already proliferate. AI programming reflects the biases and purposes of its makers. And so far, AI-generated articles are not about telling the truth, but about selling ideas. Maybe the idea that they should buy a certain product, uh, maybe that they should support a certain leader, or to convince people that the Bible is not true. AI is a tool, but it has the potential for doing good, but so far, it's harming people around the world. And we're not just passively deceived. We are given incentives to believe deceit. If you do not go along with the deception, be prepared to be silenced, just as George Orwell wrote in 1984. Again, be prepared to be silenced, ghosted, canceled. Be prepared to be ostracized, detested, and fined. Having different opinions today doesn't usually lead to the smile and handshake of yesteryear where we agree to disagree. Today, disagreeing with a deceptive status quo can mean that you won't see your grandchildren for a while or maybe forever. You might lose your job. You might lose your friends or your life. In the midst of this, there are fewer and fewer actual arguments. Dialogue has been replaced with monologue. Uh, truth is uh, shouted down in anger because people are ill-equipped to face an opposing opinion. It disrupts safe spaces uh, where lies can be coddled and left unchallenged. And then China's social credit system rewards those who quietly give in to the government deception. And now, listen, that Chinese social credit system is happening with governments all over the world. And the social credit system of the technology of the West is far more disturbing than what China has implemented. The social media platforms encourage posts that reflect that company's worldview. And the truth is, these companies have basically the same worldview. In that sense, they're monolithic. They ascribe to and promote a standard set of deceptions. They make it increasingly difficult to post on their platforms any ideas that challenge or deviate from the standard deceptions. They sometimes suppress and they sometimes censor. However, according to a new study by the Pew Research Center, younger adults trust information from social media almost as much uh, from news outlets. Uh, some character online says something in a clever way, and people tend to believe it. Uh, my friend Mark Henry calls social media pooled ignorance. I think that's a great definition. Uh, but people, uh, they need to believe something, so they believe what's clever or what makes them feel good. Truth doesn't matter. And people, as Peter wrote of the last days in the Bible, are willfully ignorant. And in other words, people are choosing to be ignorant of the truth. Even a recent Pew Research study shows that mainstream journalists think they should decide for their audience the facts that they should know uh, and what they should believe about those facts. We have more and more media, but fewer places that will simply tell us the facts about what's going on in the world. More media, less information. They claim fairness, but that's just another form of deception. And meanwhile, 
A Gallup survey shows the results of this attitude. Just 7% of Americans have a great deal of trust and confidence in the media. 7%. But then when you stop and think about it, you wonder who those 7% are. Who could be that stupid? Do you use Google? Most people do. Uh, if you're like me, you've used it extensively over the last 20 years. You know that it does not work as well as it used to. Uh, yes, the internet has grown and that makes their job more difficult, but Google has grown too. According to Wikipedia, Alphabet, which is Google's parent company, is the world's third largest technology company by revenue and one of the world's most valuable companies. And Google is by far the biggest part of Alphabet. They have gigantic levels of funding and ever-improving technologies from which to draw. But almost everyone agrees that they are going downhill. Why is that? Google once ranked websites according to the relationship with other websites. But now, they seem to have thrown in politics. In my opinion, Google can't do simple searches as well because their algorithms are clogged with tricks to give people leftist answers to basic questions. And religion makes especially fertile ground for deception. On March 18th, the Sun ran a story under the headline, AI gods and chat GBT religions are coming. Uh, they will be better than human priests and they could turn evil, warn experts. In an interview with The Sun, Wesley Wildman, professor of philosophy, theology, and ethics at Boston University said that AI will change the relationship between people, their spiritual advisors, and religious figureheads. He said, it'll be like having your own personal guru you can take with you anywhere. You can confide in it, get advice from it, and learn to trust it to help you figure out complicated moral and spiritual situations. But you are really, think of this, you are really just trusting your life and eternal life to AI programmers. In this age of supposed atheism and agnosticism, religion is proliferating like never before, just as the Bible says, 2 Timothy chapter 3. In the last days, people will have a form of godliness. They'll be religious, uh, but they will deny the power thereof. They're going to deny the truth of the power of God's word. Listen, people are lonely and afraid. They need God, but Satan and his minions throw up every diversion and roadblock they can. They're especially adept at creating religions that seem to answer the questions while requiring little of, of the believer. And almost universally, they say they understand the real Jesus. They want to identify themselves with him so that some of his credibility will rub off on them, but they don't want the actual Jesus. Uh, just again, as Paul wrote in 2 Timothy, they'll have a form of godliness, a form of religion, a form of spiritualism, but they'll deny the truth, they'll deny the power thereof. They don't want the Jesus of the Bible. They don't want the man who is very God of very God. John once says several times in several ways that Jesus is the creator of the universe. They don't want that. They want a good man who was wrongfully executed for teaching peace, love, and the siblinghood of humanity. They reject the savior of the world, and as a result, they don't receive the salvation for themselves because they don't want to believe they're sinners. Misinformation is when people have the facts wrong. And misinformation is everywhere. But the world is also full of disinformation. Disinformation means intentionally telling lies. 
And today's media tend to do it for purposes of manipulation. We live in the era of deep fake video and audio. You can no longer trust your eyes or ears when watching a video of something or someone. So what is the truth? Well, in John chapter 14, Jesus said, I am the truth. He is God come into the world as man. Do you want to know the truth? Do you want to cut through the lies and disinformation and misinformation? Listen, turn to Jesus. He will never mislead. The devil, Jesus said, has come to kill and steal and destroy. He is the deceiver. But Jesus of himself said, I have come to give life and to give it abundantly. Turn to him while you still have time. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you.